Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Give Jesus a mighty hand clap. And I want to welcome you once again to the times of restoration with the Shepherd's Fold Restoration Family. Under this unction, under this mandate, we believe that Jesus, the great shepherd, is the shepherd of this ministry and is the shepherd of this house. Hallelujah. We believe that we are part of his fold. We believe that we are part of his church. And we believe that he is the one who is in charge here. We are also convinced that as we lift up Jesus, souls are going to be won. Lives are going to be restored. Problems are going to disappear. And bad situations are going to be corrected in our lives. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm glad to be a part of this family. And I believe that God has great things prepared and great things in store for us. If you agree with me, put your hands together for Jesus once again. Hallelujah. This morning, I want to dedicate my message to anyone listening to me, anyone watching me. Who is going through a difficult experience? Who is going through a difficult time? You're carrying a certain load, a certain burden. There are things that are weighing you down, things that are stressing you out. I believe that God has given me a message for anybody who is like that. And I want to believe that by the end of today's service, you'll receive strength to keep pressing on. And that God is going to do something about your problem. God is going to do something about that situation. Do you have anybody who is expecting God to do something for you? Hallelujah. I want you to receive the word of God in faith. The Bible says in Romans chapter 15 verse 4. That whatsoever things were written aforetime. Were written for our learning. That we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. I believe that today God is going to bring hope into your life again. And I want you to keep your head up. Keep looking up to Jesus and believe that he's going to make a way for you where there seems to be no way. Can I have an amen? Amen. So the title of my sermon today it's a one-off sermon. It's a simple one. title is Give Them All to Jesus. Give Them All to Jesus. There's a song like that in it. It says, give them all, give them all to Jesus. Um, What's the next line? 
shattered dreams, wounded hearts, broken toys. That's, there's a line in the song like that. So you're supposed to give all to Jesus. So this is a song for even little children who get very upset when their toys are broken. You can give all of them to Jesus and they will turn your sorrow into joy. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, give them all to Jesus. Oh, tell the person with some conviction in your voice. Tell another person, give them all to Jesus. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11 and reading from verse 28. King James Version. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28. You just focus on playing the keyboard for me. And then you prepare the notes later. Can you read it together with me? Matthew eleven twenty eight. Shall we take it together? Ready? Go. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. These are the words of Jesus himself. Look at Matthew eleven twenty eight. This time from the Bible in basic English edition. You don't have that. Wow. Now this is what it says there. It says, come to me, all you who are troubled and weighted down with care, and I will give you rest. Amen. And then turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 7, New Living Translation. It's a very hot day. Wow. Wow. 1 Peter 5 verse 7. Is it around this time of the day that you get vitamin D? Oh. What time do you get it? Between 10 and 11. And it's almost chef. Early morning. Do you remember what the word of God promises us? He says, the sun shall not smite you by day. Receive that prophetic word. You will survive in the name of Jesus. Look, by the grace of God, we will get to a point where our meeting hall will be fully air-conditioned. Wow. At the point you begin to beg me, Papa Osofo, can you turn the AC off? I am feeling cold. I will freeze you in the house of the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. First Peter chapter 5 verse 7, New Living Translation. It says, give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Bow down your heads and let us pray. We haven't prayed yet. Father, thank you for the comfort and the hope that we find in your word. Today I pray in the name of Jesus, asking for a special visitation. For anybody under the sound of my voice who is being weighed down by a certain burden, by a certain problem, a certain load, a certain worry. I pray, Father, may your word minister life and relief to all such people in the name of Jesus. And I pray, oh God, that you will move by your spirit in today's service and may it indeed be times of restoration and times of refreshing for each and every one of us. Anoint me, Holy Spirit, 
Use me as your vessel today. Anoint these lips of clay. Let me declare the very oracles of God in Jesus' mighty name. Let everybody say, Amen. Amen. Give them all to Jesus. Of course, the question that this raises is, what are you supposed to give to Jesus? I'm going to attempt to answer three important questions here. What you're supposed to give to Jesus. Number two, why you should give them to him. And number three, how are you supposed to give them to him? Somebody may be wondering, where will I find this Jesus? To go and give him whatever you want me to give to him. Can you give me his address? The GPS location? The Ghana Post address? Does he live at Osudoku? Does he live at Bechele? Does he live at Katasunanka? Where does he live? How am I supposed to give whatever you want me to give to him? I will attempt to answer all these questions for you. Hallelujah. So what we are supposed to give to Jesus? Why we are supposed to give them to him? And how we are supposed to give them to him? Now, Matthew eleven twenty eight. Again, and I'm reading from the Bible in basic edition, which I read earlier on, which says, Come to me, all you who are troubled and weighted down with care, and I will give you rest. First Peter 5, 7 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. We also read First Peter chapter 5, verse 7, Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. And I like this version in the Amplified um, Version of the Bible. Look at it again. 1 Peter 5, 7, Amplified. Casting the whole of your care. Then it expands on it. It amplifies what it is saying. That's why it's called Amplified Version. Okay? That's, that's why it's called Amplified. So it takes certain parts of the scripture and amplifies them. So all your anxieties... All your worries, all your concerns, once and for all, on him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. Are you excited about this? I like that. And then John chapter 14 verse 27. Now, I am reading these scriptures to give you an idea as to what exactly you are supposed to give to Jesus. I promise you, that phone that just rang is a Chunakia. Hi! Was it Chinokia? The ringtone is not nice at all. I don't know. John 14, 27. New Living Translation. I am leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Hallelujah. So what are you supposed to give to Jesus? You can find all of those things in the verses that I read. Number one, your troubles. Give them to Jesus. When I say the thing, respond and say, give them to Jesus. Jesus. 
Number one, your troubles. Number two, whatever is weighing you down. Number three, your worries. Number four, your fears. Number five, your cares. Number six, your anxieties. And number seven, your concerns. Give them all to Jesus. Hallelujah. Your troubles, whatever is weighing you down, your worries, your worries have to do with the things that cause your mind to be tormented, the things that disturb you. When we talk about something is worrying you, what we are saying is that something is disturbing your mind or something is tormenting you. Today, I declare by the power that is in the name of Jesus that anything that is troubling your mind, anything that is disturbing your mind, everything that is worrying you, Jesus is taking that burden of you today in the name of Jesus. Give them all to Jesus. Number four, your fears. What is it that makes you afraid? Today, I am adjuring you by the mercies of God. Give them all to Jesus. Your cares. Your cares. Your cares have to do with things like, what will I eat? What will I wear? How will I be able to pay my electricity bill? My school fees? How will I be able to pay my water bill? How would I survive? Your, the petrol. How much is a liter now? No, that's a gallon. So a liter is six cities, 18, 90 pesos. It is a transgression, it's an iniquity. Why? Why must we buy a liter of fuel for almost seven? Ghana cities. So that is a dollar. So these are your cares, your anxieties, and easiness of your mind. You see, when you are anxious about something, your mind is uneasy. Your mind is uneasy. It's like every time you are calculating things in your head. When you have anxieties, you cannot rest. When you lie in your bed to sleep, you cannot sleep. No matter what time you sleep, by 1 a.m., now we need at it. Because your mind cannot relax. And you are always uneasy. And there are all kinds of thoughts running through your mind. These are your anxieties. Today, I'm charging you, give them all to Jesus. And the last one, your concerns. Your concern about your child. Your concern about your marriage. Your concern about your business. Your concern about your health. Will I be fine? Will I be okay? Today I got a message from one of my sons. saying, Pastor, I've not been well for some time. And when it looks like I'm okay, no, I set out for work, 
by the time I come back, I feel very weak, very tired and everything. And the tone of the message suggested to me that he's concerned about his health. Today, I'm saying to you that give them all to Jesus. I said, give them all to Jesus. Hallelujah. So your troubles, whatever is weighing you down, your worries, your fears, your cares, your anxieties, and your concerns. Amen. Now, why must you give them all to Jesus? Why must you give them all to Jesus? I've just explained to you what to give to him. I've explained to you what I am asking you to give to Jesus. But I I want us to know why we need to give them to Jesus. Number one, because he's inviting you to give them to him. That's why he must give them to him. He's inviting you to give them all to him. And he's calling for them. Give them all to Jesus. Your troubles, your worries, your fears, your cares, your anxieties, your concerns, whatever is weighing you down. Give them all to Jesus. Why? Because he's inviting you to. And he's calling for them. Matthew eleven twenty eight, which we read earlier on King James Version. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Who is speaking? It is Jesus. And what is he doing here? He's inviting us to bring to him our cares, our worries, our fears, our anxieties. He's calling for all of them. If you are carrying a heavy load, And somebody says to you, oh, let me help you. I don't know what kind of person you are if you tell such a fellow that it's okay, I can handle it. Meanwhile, your neck is breaking. Even Jesus at the point in his life, he needed somebody to carry his load for him. Simeon carried his cross for him. And there is a point in your life when you must realize that my neck is breaking. Because of the load that you are carrying, even your height has reduced. The length of your neck used to be like this. At this one, I was soon into a Today, I have good news for you. Jesus is calling for your anxieties, calling for your cares, calling for your worries, calling for your fears, calling for the things that are weighing you down, calling for your burdens. Bring them to him. He's inviting you. And I like this. You see, this is the first public invitation that Jesus ever gave. That is an invitation that he's giving to all. And all means all. It means everybody. It means not leaving anybody out. And what it suggests is that it is immaterial whether what you are carrying is huge or it's small. Jesus doesn't have a problem with them. He says, bring them all to me. 
And that is an invitation that is extending to you this morning. May you respond to the invitation of Jesus. And hand over to him everything that is weighing you down. And everything that is troubling you. Shout amen. Amen. And shout I will. will. Shout it again. I will. will. Shout it again. I I will. So you must give them all to Jesus. Because he's inviting you to. Number two. Give them all to Jesus. Because he cares about you. Because he does what? He cares about you. F. Because he cares about you. And because he's concerned about you. Hallelujah. D. First Peter chapter 5 verse 7. So some of the scriptures we've already read. We are going to run through them again. Amplified version. First Peter 5 7. Amplified. Amplify the verse for me. Casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. Why? Why? For he cares for you. And he doesn't just care. Kalabababostis. Do you know that sometimes somebody can do something for you but the thing is not from the person's heart you know it because you've also done things for people where the thing was not from your heart has somebody ever asked you for something and when you're putting in the person's in the person's heart you slapped it like they so you've given the person the thing but it's not from your heart now here, the Bible is careful. Oh, thank God for the amplified version. He's explaining, it is explaining to us how Jesus cares for us. It says he cares for you affectionately. That means that there is feeling in it. There are emotions attached to it. There is love connected to it. That is what I feel. You can tell somebody I love you. But there's no emotion. Feeling in him. And if you're a sister and somebody comes to you in a very bland way like that. (laughs) Praise God, sister. Uh, uh, Today, uh, I I come to tell you that uh, I I love you. And uh, I I won't marry you. Uh, what, what, what do you think about that? When he asked that, I tell the person, I don't think about that. I do not think about that. Because at the end of all, you know, feeling in him. Feeling in him. So somebody can care for you, but it is not with a certain feeling, it's not with a certain empathy. Empathy. That means that the person can identify with what you are going through and what you are experiencing. Let me tell you, nobody can help you unless the person empathizes with you. What that also means is that the person can put himself or herself in your shoes. That is the reason why when Jesus came, he had to experience virtually everything that we go through. 
That's why the Bible says he can be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. Because in every way that we are tempted, he was also tempted sin. He never fell. But he knows what it feels like when you are going through certain challenges and certain difficulties in your life. And ladies and gentlemen, I am asking you by the Spirit of God today that give them all to Jesus because he cares and he does so affectionately. And not just affectionately, he cares about you watchfully. That means that his eyes are always on you. His eyes are on you. See. Why should I feel discouraged? And why show the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long? For heaven, my own. And then it says, When Jesus is my portion, my constant friend, as he is, is on the spine. I know he watches over me. He watches over you. That's why you can sing. I sing because I am happy. Can my drama help me? Help me with some feel, some way. Said I sing because I am free. about you affectionately not only does he care about you he cares about you watchfully that means that his eyes are always on you as he watches over the spiral he watches over you never ever think that God cannot see you that he cannot see what you are going through. Never ever think that you are so insignificant that he's missing out on what is going on in your life. Never ever think so. Because he cares for you watchfully. He knows you. Back to F. He knows you. He knows your name. I have 
So God, can't you see? <laughs> Don't you care what I'm going through? Why are you not doing something about it? The songwriter says, It doesn't reach your eyes. Oh yeah. It, it, it doesn't reach your front. How many have felt like asking God before? But I'm saying to you that you can bring them to Jesus. Your burdens, your troubles, your cares. Because he cares about you. It says, casting all your cares upon him. Because he cares for you. And the Amplified says, he cares for you affectionately. He cares for you watchfully. He knows your name. He knows your very thoughts. He knows everything you are going through. He can see each tear you shed. He knows where you lie. He knows where you sit. There is no place where you can hide from his love. I'm telling you. So give them all to Jesus. Number three. Give them all to Jesus because of his promise. That he will relieve you of them. And give you rest. That's a promise you can take to the bank. If you have such a check, it will never bounce. Give them to him because of his promise that he will relieve you of your cares, of your burdens, of your worries, and he will give you rest. Again, Matthew eleven twenty-eight, the Bible in basic English. Come to me, all you who are troubled and weighted down with care, and I will give you rest. That means I will give you relief. It means I will give you rest. It means I will take care of them. So that you can feel a certain sense of relief. You can feel a certain sense of rest. And that's why you can give them to Jesus. Because of his promise. And may I announce to you today that the promises of God are yea and amen. That means that he never fails. He never fails on his promises. 
Hallelujah. So give them to him because of his promise that he will relieve you of them and give you rest. Number four, give them to him because you can't handle them. (laughs) Your worries, your troubles, your fears, your anxieties, your cares, what is weighing you down, give them to Jesus because you cannot handle them. But he can. I said he can. I said he can. You cannot. And if you continue to carry those burdens. You will break down. You you, you will even go crazy. Something will break up there. And today God has sent this prophetic word to you, whoever you are. That it's time to give them all to Jesus. Because you can't handle them. You can't carry them. But he can. Somebody say, what God cannot do does not exist. What What the person is trying to explain is that. He is a God of impossibilities. That there is nothing too hard for God to do. And so confidently he's asking for them. Because he knows that you can't handle them. You've been trying for some time. You've tried to solve the problems all by yourself. To carry the burdens all by yourself. Sometimes also you, 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 you don't have a choice because help isn't coming from anywhere. And so you've had to carry them, you've had to carry them, you have to carry them. But I'm happy to inform you today that the one before whom impossibilities become possibilities is calling for them. He knows you can't handle them. That's why he's asking for them. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heaven laden, and I will give you rest. That means that he will not fail in bringing relief unto you. Never failed me yet. He never failed me yet. Jesus Christ has never failed me yet. Everywhere I go, I want the whole world to know Jesus Christ has never failed me. He's never failed. I'm a living witness of that. He's never failed me. I've been around for some time. I've gone over mountains. I have moved through valleys. I've had wonderful experiences. I've been through terrible challenges. But in all of that, he's never failed me. Man will fail you. Maybe by now you should have recognized and accepted that you cannot live your life standing on the promises of men. 
I've had some amazing promises made to me. They've not been fulfilled. Oh, yeah. But you see, in all of that, God, Jesus, has taken care of me. And I've learned to hand over my troubles and my worries to him. And today, I'm asking you, give them all to him. Because you can't handle them. But he can. A certain lady went to see her pastor. She had worry written all over her face. He said, Pastor, things are not working well for me. I'm struggling. There are too many burdens I'm carrying. And Pastor, I need you to pray for me. And she said to her pastor that my prayer topics are two. Number one, ask Jesus to take half of my worries <laughs> so that I can handle the other half. Or, if he's not going to do that, he should give me the grace to carry all. Do you understand the prayer that she's asking for? You would have thought that she would come to Jesus, uh, she, she would come to her pastor and say, pray for me that God will take all my burdens away. But do you know that there's a point that you get to where you begin to personally own your worries and your fears. That's why you hear somebody saying of a sickness that my asthma is coming. My blood pressure has come my pressure has come my diabetes has come so you are claiming ownership of the thing now anything you claim for yourself God will never relieve you of it anything that you lay claim to he will never take it away from you because he's not like the devil who forces and imposes himself on you the devil doesn't need permission from you to take things away from you. But if there's anything that you are holding on to and personalizing in your life, you become used to it. God will never take it away from you. And this example, it's a real life situation. The pastor was saying it himself. She says, pray for me that God should take half of my problems away. Because when I do the calculations, I can see that I can handle half. So God should handle the rest for me. And if he's not going to do that, then pray for me that he will give me grace. You personalized it. You've labeled it. My burdens, my worries. And you want to carry them. Good luck. I don't want to carry no problems. I want to give them all to Jesus. Because I've been around long enough to know that I can't carry them by myself. Can I have an amen from somebody? Amen. What must you give to Jesus? Your troubles. What is weighing you down? Your cares, your fears, your worries, your anxieties, your concerns. Why must you give them to him? Because he's inviting you to. Because you can't handle them yourself. 
because he cares about you. Now, how must we give them our burdens? How must we give him our worries, our burdens, our concerns, the things that are weighing us down? How must we do them? Number one, you must decide that you will give them to him once and for all. And that you won't go back for them. Decide that you're going to give them all to him once and for all. I am inviting you today to a valley of decision. It's a decision that I am calling on you to take today. Which is a decision of all my cares, all my burdens, all my worries. I'm handing them over to him once and for all. All. Not just a part of it. Because times when we hang on to certain things and we hand over other things to him. But it doesn't work like that. You must give them all and at once to him. Give them to him. And decide that you won't go back for them. First Peter 5, 7. Casting the whole of your care. Casting the whole of it. All of it. Your anxieties, your worries, your concerns. Once and for all on him. Amplified version. Put it up. First Peter 5, 7. Decide. This is how to give them to him. Decide that you give them once and for all. See, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all, give them or cast them on him for he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. It's a decision you got to take. Whatever it is, Decide that I'm handing it over to Jesus. Then I must hand over to Jesus all my troubles, all my cares, because I can't handle them. And you know that you can't. Because your heart is breaking. Your mind is tormented. Your whole life is messed around. If your pillow can tell the story of your life night after night, it will tell the story of tears upon tears. You shed them endlessly. Today, Jesus is calling on you that take a decision. And it's not a decision that is being driven by, if you like, something that you can see. You know, it's like, as an example, If a man comes proposing to you, okay, and let's assume that he's creepy, he's a Christian, he's serious about God, and then apart from all of that, he has some. You get money and all of that. Now, a decision like that is not a problem. <laughs> it's not a struggle. And let's speak the truth. When you say you are going to pray, you will not pray. Ah, because you can see that everything. Everything that you could ever want. 
So when you're taking a decision like that, it's not a problem because you can see the thing. You can see your future. Compared to when somebody comes to you, he's crazy and everything. He's born again. He's a believer. He's everything. But as you look at the guy, you are wondering about what does the future have in store for me? He's finished the university. He has a good certificate. He got first class or half class. Top of his class. And everything. But at the time he's come into your life, he doesn't have a job. And you have to take a decision. Now when you're deciding for somebody like that, it's not because of anything you are seeing per se. It's a decision that you are taking that I believe that is going to work out. So you are not taking the decision because of what you can physically see. But it's because you've just decided that I'm going all out with this guy. Now when I'm asking you to cast all your cares on the Lord and give them all to Jesus. If you ask me, how am I supposed to do that? One of the answers I'll give you is just decide. Decide that from today, I'm giving them all and at once to him. That's what he's asking you for. It's not because of what you can see immediately. It's not because that there's something that you can see at the end of the tunnel. There's a certain promise that, that looks like it's getting closer and closer to you. But you just decide that I can't take it anymore. I'm giving them all to Jesus. That's how to give him your worries and your cares. What you are going through and what you are experiencing may still be there. The bills haven't been paid. Your creditors are after you. You can't see clearly where the help is coming from. What often happens to us is that we only start believing when we can see certain things. But that's not faith. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That's what faith is. And that's where we miss it. The reason why sometimes we hold on to things and we don't give them to him is it's because it's like you want to see certain things first. You want to see a manifestation of certain things before you hand them over to him. It doesn't work like that. You must just decide that you give them to him once and for all. And don't go back for them. It's like you have boarded a truck truck when you were going to sit inside. You were carrying something. Then they collected it from you and put it somewhere under the seat or they, they have this compartment where they put things in. It's a VIP bus. Then as you are going on the journey, you are so used to your problems and carrying things that you say, drive, 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 What's wrong with you? Why are you going back for them? Leave them. Let them carry it. Provision has been made for it. 